0: This
1: is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Now listen, don't text the show today because we are not live. Not live. However... We are available, of course, on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us in the old-fashioned way uh, via the Absolute Radio website. So, good morning, guys. I can't see you, but I feel your heartbeats in the good ether. Good morning.
2: morning boys.
1: So, um, I'm, look. This is my. Well, it's not actually my fault, but I, I'm the reason that um, we're not doing this live today. So, if anyone at home wants to pour out any vitriol, I'm your target man <laughs> for that. Yeah.
0: And it all started Good, you're already so using started.
1: a football analogy. Target.
0: Man. Yeah. <laughs> you're the exactly. number nine up front. <laughs> well,
1: the European Championships have already uh, begun when this so- goes out. So it is. It is the time.
2: So give so us you, your reasoning. Uh,
1: OK, here's what happened. I went, can, you know, when, there's, there's a feeling now that things are coming back again. We might be returning to uh, the olden times. Oh, yeah. And uh, I went, I went well, you'll like this, because I was going to the National Theatre, my first um, trip to the theatre since all this began. I got the boss. I mean, oh, man, it was like just one bungee jump after the next. And um, it was a beautiful, sunny, early evening. I stopped at a shop, I got off the bus, and I, I thought I'd get myself a Purdy's, which is my drink of choice. And I discovered a new flavour, Dark Fruits Purdy's. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh. Which sounds... Nighttime you know, Purdy's. Like an old
1: soul singer, <laughs> mate. <laughs> oh, Purdy's, Dark fruit. Anyway... I had that. I walked over the bridge. I looked at St Paul's. It it was the sun was shining. I thought, I'm going to the theatre. Brilliant. So I got to the National Theatre. First thing that happened is a woman said to me, Oh, God, Franks, I'm a massive fan of your comedy. I thought things are just getting better. And she said, I recognise you even with a mask on. I said, it's the Giant Forehead. You say, <laughs> I said, if I wore a bandana, I'm invisible, just like that. She laughed. I thought, I'm rocking. I'm on form. I'm ready. Yeah. And um, it was, it was all great. I was going to see Afterlife at the National Theatre, which is written by Jack Thorne, mm-hmm. who is the husband of my partner's sister. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get there. So, oh, I saw something on the way. I, can you remind me after that I saw something on the way that I want to sure. talk to you about on the, on the South Bank? Anyway, I got to the, uh, the National Theatre, and you have to use your um, NHS app to sort of log into to the venue. So um, I took out my phone, put on the NHS app, and I had a, th- a pulsing red circle. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, have, I haven't been having me all, brand. Oh. No, I, I, had a, I had a pulsing red uh, circle and it says um, you must self-isolate until 23.59. That frightened me. Oh. And then I realised that was the time, um, oh, yeah. not the year, on the 16th oh. of June. Oh. So I'm, at, I'm actually, by now, I'm sort of in the foyer. I've gone out of the frying pan of a hot summer's night into the foyer and my, my NHS app is saying um, you're dangerous. And um, now I know people have got, I've told someone this story and they said to me, yes, that's why I deleted mine.
0: It's a real
1: nuisance.
0: I like that. And I thought,
1: okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: um, but I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty law abiding. I follow rules, I'm a Catholic. Mm. I can honestly say, and I'm sure I saw this, but I honestly believe this to be true. I don't think in my life I have ever eaten an after eight mint before eight o'clock. So, so uh-huh. that's how I live my life. <laughs> so, um, so that's why we're not doing the show today, because um, fabulously, as a, being a sci fi fan, um,
2: <laughs> an app told me that I couldn't. If only they'd done it in a Doctor Who voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Gotcha>.
1: <laughs> so, um, as I explained at the top of the show, I'm not here live today. We aren't here live because um, my app says I have to stay in till um eleven fifty nine on Wednesday night. So did there you, miss you go the show, So I missed a turn on your heel. I had to turn on my... It takes me about an hour to get to the National Theatre from my house, so I just turned on my heel. And then I had this oh. slight dilemma that, uh, uh, really, I should go home in one... You know those big plastic balls that people roll inside? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absorbing. I really be needed one of those. Yeah. You would have thought, wouldn't you, that the sale of those would have gone up enormously during that's, uh, that's the COVID. That's exactly how time. I've been
0: travelling since March twenty twenty. Yeah, I not know about
1: everyone else. Yeah, the CEO, you have the you have the back for it. I don't know if how far I'd get in one of those. And also I'm of an age now where you don't want it to look like my next door neighbour's alarm clock of which I told you last week. <laughs> Half full. <laughs> with um, bodily fluids. Um, I had big plans for this weekend. I was going to see all four episodes of the Doctor Who serial Dragonfire at the BFI. That's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Never to... Not funny. And I should have been... um, I should have been in (laughs) Wimbledon. Um, Please. I should have been in Wimbledon tonight, (laughs) open bracket Saturday... Close brackets. i oh, will yeah.
2: um, stop laughing be, now.
1: I was going to be interviewed by Samira Ahmed. Do you know Samira? Oh, when we yes. sit in the studio on a Saturday, I always say she's got great hair, that presenter. Yes. And that's her.
2: Oh, I thought you were saying that to me. It's probably no, just as
1: that. well we didn't meet. Well, <laughs> she is... I'll tell you something about Samira Ahmed. She is um, a big fan of both science fiction and westerns. Ah. So
2: my two worst things she
1: seems kind of like my dream woman
0: big bit of the Venn Um, diagram for Frank Skinner there it
1: is totally (laughs) totally and I remember when I met Victoria Corrin and after about a couple of hours I said to her do you think I could be your friend (laughs) and um Victoria, Corinne, as it was then, Corinne Mitchell, is the sort of woman who could take that without having to phone the police. And we did kind of become friends. So um, I I have a worrying feeling. It was, you know, there's an element of cable guy to that kind of approach. Well,
2: I've tried it, Frank. And I have a worry I might
1: have said it to Samira. Pardon?
2: (laughs) I recommend that. I've done it to a number of people that can I be your friend line. Yes, I told you I did it to Greg Davis. That's nice. Never heard of since. No.
1: Oh, well, there you go. It's, it's not always. It is a bit like, Martina, will you be my mixed doubles partner? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, if, if it comes off, it's great. But if it doesn't, you, you leave the, uh, the communal dressing room with your <laughs> tail between your legs, as it were.
0: I've had the reverse where people that were my friend are no longer. Is that a thing? That is a thing, isn't it? That's like the band breaking. Um, it's a thing,
1: but did, did they just drift away and did you think, oh, they no more my friends? Or did you get uh,
0: an official <laughs> <laughs> note?
2: The think friendship will been... <laughs> expire at 23.59 <laughs> on Saturday. I don't think a decree
0: nice eye on the friendship.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the phrase, decree nice eye. I tell you, there's sometimes <laughs> where Latin really pulls out the stops and turns it on. And for me, Decree Eyesight <laughs> is right up there. <laughs> um, I, as you know, we're not uh, live today, so please don't text the show. We were talking about um, occasionally one gets a sound dip in a recording, and the producer said, Don't worry about that. I'll. Well, she said, "Don't worry about that. I'll fix it." Cause she's <laughs> from the north, and I'm worried that the way she um, fixes it is by putting in some of her own poncho lines in that north. You know, you know when you get um, when you get like those messages that say, uh, "And the train will arrive at 9.30, Someone else has sort of done that bit. <laughs> oh yeah, I think so. There's someone to look forward to. I might actually to the order, show myself this week. The-
2: Point of order, the word she actually used was eradicate, which I felt was her mm. way of relating to you on a sci-fi level. Oh, because
1: yeah. that, that feels yes. very much
2: in your ballpark.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it was, I think it was mentioned at the meeting where the Daleks <laughs> decided on exterminate. <laughs> It was somebody brought it up. What about eradicate? No. Um, no, they don't that's it they don't really debate the Daleks. They just give you the negative uh, straight out. Oh, people get very hurt at Dalek meetings <laughs> I found although martina Navratilova was fine with it um she turned down two of them that day um so um oh, I had another uh, incident i um this was when I was still free to roam the earth. Uh-huh. I uh, I was walking. I was walking down the street when uh, a woman, an excited woman, approached me. Whoa! Well, it's lovely. been a while. And um, she said, "Oh God, Frank Skinner! Um, oh man, I can't believe it! How exciting!" And I thought, "All right." Um, and she said. Uh, Oh, listen, my daughter's down there. Will you come and say hello to her? And she'll, oh, she won't even be able to say anything. She'll just scream. And I thought, this is set up. I am set up for a fall here mm-hmm. on her, because this woman is, say, 40. Her daughter's going to be, what, tops? She's going to be 20, early 20s. Oh. She's going to look, not know who I am. And after these, the mothers are really excited about her response. Yeah. It's going to, you know, we all suffer. Mm. so um, anyway I, I went with her and I could see this uh, I suppose this girl was about six, 15 or 16 and um, she said honestly she'll, when she sees you she'll just scream so um, I was naked did I mention that? Oh. <laughs> no <laughs> I wasn't sake. and um, anyway I, we reached the daughter in question and uh, the mum said Look, it's Frank Skinner. And the daughter did scream. She actually did do the scream, wow. which I must say surprised me. I know. And she said, uh, oh, my God, Taskmaster. <gasps> oh.
2: And I thought, how did
1: she, how did she know my S and M name? <laughs> that is, that
0: was unsettling. Perhaps she's been talking extreme, to Lance but... and the other guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. But I mean that's supposed to be, you know, our world is yeah. what I'm saying.
0: But um, yeah.
2: so what happened yeah. then?
0: I'm assuming. That I they're now to her for about is ten isolating. minutes. No, no. <laughs> Luckily the
1: daughter knew the safe word to get rid of me. <laughs> and so uh, oh. No we didn't. I, I that's a thing a thought though, they might be self isolating. I've I've been walking around um, throbbing um, and not knowing about it <laughs> Shut up, shut up
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio
1: I, um, I've been doing a few um, online things just lately You know this is the age of the sort of the Zoom and the various other things So I did the Idler Do you know that magazine? I've oh yeah. okay, and they have they have a sort of a I don't know if it's like a they have a thing where it's called a drink with the idler, and you do and you're interviewed, and then there's loads of people um, watching it online. Oh yeah, and it was, uh, oh, it was lovely, and at the end of it, they flash up pictures of the audience who were all sort of clapping. I say all um, A clapping. And, uh, and you sort of smile and wave back at them. And it was, it's, right. you know, it's nice. All people in their own homes or gardens. So I did that. And then I did um, the Hay Festival. And, Which is a um,
0: farming thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's about the hay diet. It's all based on uh, not <laughs> having yeah. carbs. The
2: mm-hmm. whole thing was about that. And um, you've got to go so, where Grandpa Walton Dungrees for that one. <laughs> So what happened there? So, uh, did they chat
1: to you? So they, I did an interview for the Hay Festival and at the end of it all these faces started appearing again so I started waving and smiling and the Reverend Richard Coles appeared and I thought, well, that's nice that he was <laughs> watching it. And And then Tony Blair... <laughs> And then um, David Hockney, the, the, the British artist. And I thought, wow. Then I realized, having been waving for about two minutes, they were just showing a trailer to advertise the Hay <laughs> <Hey laughs> Festival. And I'm thinking, wow, like David Hockney watched my interview. No, no, he didn't. And Exactly. And basically. It was me waving at them, though. Tony, do you not want to look at the uh, G7
2: coverage? No, I've got to watch Frank Skinner at the moment in the hay on Why Festival interview.
1: (laughs) Oh man! So um, yeah, I I mean, no, I don't think anyone knew. I'm really hoping they couldn't see me waving back in um, hey HQ.
0: You know, this but, is going to go on the radio, though. So you're actually admitting to. I it know, now, but you know it's...
1: what? Sometimes you just got to say, "Look, I've I have occasionally been an idiot in life." <laughs> I'd say at least once a week. Oh, but man, it was it was like my dream crowd, and they weren't actually there. <laughs> I, I too. The <laughs> Still, on the plus side, because um, I was um, plugging the uh, the prayer book. That's what I was talking about. Um, oh, yeah. I was grilled actually by Marcus Brickstock. It's quite like hard hitting.
0: Jeremy is, Paxman,
1: like yeah, atheist and also fellow comedian. The combination was always going to be scathing. I think it's. Uh, oh, what did he say? Did say. he
2: just? Uh, did he put he you was, under I know, he the was, pressure? He was.
1: He was, he was, he was fine.
2: Mm. He
1: was fine, and I'll tell you our air.
0: Uh, (laughs) that's what i was just about to ask
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we're still on air but don't worry we can just we can just tread tread out these tread out the last few seconds of this link (laughs) (laughs) then we can speak like adults frank skinner absolute
0: radio um
1: i'll tell you what did i tell you because you know what it's like when you get to my age um did I well, tell you? That done, the yeah. my Well, no. Well, I, you should do. I tell you enough what it's like.
0: <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we hear what it's like.
1: <laughs> my parish priest asked if he could have um, 20 copies of my uh, prayer book to sell at the back of church. Did I mention this to
2: you? No. no.
1: I was anxious about it. The idea of leaving every Sunday and the pile never diminishing... <laughs> in the corner, oh,
2: yeah. Great
1: for the you know the humility, which is one of the reasons I go there, but I don't yeah. want it in such big dollops.
2: Mhm yeah.
1: Anyway, um, he, he, he got uh, 20 uh, I got the publishers to to uh, send he had to pay, but you know, oh. there's a deal. So he got 20 copies, and I went there this week, and he called across to me and said, uh, "All 20 copies gone in one mass." And I thought, could I use that on a poster? <laughs> <laughs> I bet JK Rowling has never sold 20 copies in one mass. So I, mean, um, I was really... you shifted
2: a lot of units.
1: Just shows how many we get turning up nowadays. And
2: also, yeah. they've had, was, a, little, they've had very... a few glasses of wine, let's be honest, as well
1: bear in mind this is not even a full mass this is socially no. distanced and i've still sold out oh, come on
0: were they the polish translation or was it um the english
1: no no it was i have <laughs> it's not in polish yet you're right though it, right. It, it, it it would be good i don't know any polish people who don't speak english but i suppose there are a few That's around probably in poland there'll be some
2: yeah yeah oh um, frank how lovely you can hold your head up high in that church
1: I oh, know. I mean, I mean, he might have been, you know. I, no, he wouldn't be. So one person would say something to me, and I think he won't be lying <laughs> because he knows the implications. <laughs> so um, I had a text, get this, from um, the presenter of rock and roll football, Matt Ford. Oh,
0: yeah. And
1: oh, um, a popular fan. political comedian. One of the few, perhaps the only political comedian I've ever seen live who you can see both of his hands on the mic stand because usually they're using one of their hands to pat themselves on the back <laughs> <laughs> anyway he texted me i i know what what would you how would you respond to this this is matt ford who i i think is a brilliant comic and who i have massive respect for he texted me and said I've just bought the Three Lions CD. Not even the new vinyl version. I bought the CD. I don't live too far from you. If I pop round your house um, at your convenience, would you sign it for me?
2: Oh, how lovely. And I
1: said, well, my thought was this is... He's going to turn up. There's going to be a secret camera in his Knott's Forest shoulder bag. And... um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought that this is, and I said to him, "Look, is th- is this a scam?" He replied, "Prank Skinner." Question mark,
0: <laughs> which great. I thought
1: was pretty good. I was pleased with that, so I uh, allowed him entrance. <laughs> so he came round the next <laughs> day, so and he's suspicious. A, uh, no, he was. He, I signed his. You know, he had. He did have his Nottingham Forest bag, and he got his CD And We sat in the garden and. Uh, drunk whatever it is he's allowed to drink with his gout mm. and um, we talked and I said look let's go up and see uh, David And he said oh no I couldn't I said he lives in the same road so I I, I knocked on the door and uh, a buzzer went yes and I said uh, it's, <laughs> it's Frank Skinner and the popular political comedian Matt Ford." And in we went, and Dave signed it and all that. But afterwards, I thought, did that really happen? (laughs) This is (laughs) Matt Ford, who I think of as a very established, successful
0: comedian. Hmm,
1: And he he didn't even get the
0: vinyl. I'm I'm signing some old CD. (laughs) And the bit that I find funny is that now none of you are allowed to meet anybody until next Wednesday evening, isn't it? Is, it, is that right? In
1: my garden. Oh, no, no. yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> thinking, I mean, he timed it perfectly. But, I mean, you know, timing is everything in this business. It is. But, yeah, I look back on it now as a nostalgic gathering of fellow human beings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if the app bites back and sticks another 10 days on just for the sheer hell of it? Well, we'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted, guys, out there, because <laughs> I love you all. This is Frank Skinner. This is... Absolute Radio. Oh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't text the show today. We are not live for, um, for app-based reasons. Uh, however, you can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at Frank on the radio or email us through the Absolute Radio website. So we've, we're not gone. We're just um, slightly distanced. Mm. Okay. So, um, what else?
0: Well, I'd, I'd like to draw your attention to what we call previously on this show. This is where we bring up a thing and then people respond with their version of it. It's not, um, it's not complicated. You were talking recently about bad <laughs> customer service experiences, weren't you? I bought a, an Iron Man outfit
1: with no elastic That's on right. the mask. And when I complained, <laughs> they sent me a link to uh, some elastic <laughs> <laughs> rather than sent me a new mask or whatever. Still haven't fitted the elastic. Will I ever?
0: Will I, Buffalo? Um, Well, we've uh, we've had a few people with the... Let's see if we think they're amusing um, tales of customer service. Sean Lester is one of my favourites. My friend and I worked at a pizza restaurant and my friend, brackets a waiter, delivered a deep pan pizza to a table and was puzzled by the customer staring at him as he put it down there was a string of cheese from the pizza to his mouth where he'd nippled a piece of <gasps> spicy pork in the kitchen
2: oh, oh man sickening
0: I mean that is gross that I, is... Would, I would be really annoyed if I was that customer but because it's not me I'm really i thought sa- <laughs> I thought you
1: were going to say I thought you were going to say there was a strand back to the kitchen you know so that in case oh, he got would... lost on his way, so that would have suited me <laughs> but that is disgusting it reminds me of an old joke. do you know what a Whitlow is? No. A, a Whitlow is a sort of a, it's like a, a, a sore, blistery thing that you get on your, um, in your cuticles occasionally. Oh, yes. And there used to be a, a joke about a waiter who had a Whitlow on his thumb, and he, 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 he delivers soup to this man, and he's got his thumb in the soup. And the guy says, what's going on? You got, you, and he said, I'm oh, I've got a Whitlow, and the doctor said, I've got to keep it warm. <laughs> and the man said, well, why don't you stick it up your backside? And the bloke said, well, I do it when I'm in the kitchen.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's jokes uh-huh. like that that have put this country's entertainment industry where it is today. <laughs> anyway, well, carry on. <laughs> you can
0: use it, huh? <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure there's the work out there, but Frank, I'll I think, keep it in mind.
2: How do you? Um, I think you need to read that book, How to Decline Graciously. <laughs> I've got something I'd like to share with you, Frank Skinner. This we've received in. Do you remember telling us about an interview you'd done where cameras had turned up unexpectedly? Oh, it's
1: a radio interview with three, perhaps even. Certainly three major cameras. And then I think what I like to call a camcorder was also present.
0: We um, we, we never actually actually asked you what your problem was, whether it was the change of uh, communication or if you just weren't dressed up.
2: Well, I wasn't dressed up we Will be what? the judge of that because there's a photo of you <laughs> taken on the well, day. Can I
1: just say I have never been a fan of um, the surprise switch of media. I don't like it when you phone someone, leave a voice message, and they text you back. Oh, okay. I think constantly- look, I've it's like Paul, it's like Paul. I've you know I've just potted a stripe. You have to, we have to you know stick to the rules. Don't mm. just start switching media midstream. And I think if you're saying, oh, well, look, the bottom line, I'm dressing it up, is one gets paid more for television than one does for radio. <laughs>
2: oh, now, and now so we get I don't want someone saying to out. do a
1: radio interview, yeah, and then sneaking <laughs> in a TV interview through the back door. Not on my watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the... Not on anyone's watch, watches? it turned out, because okay. you wouldn't let it be filmed. Yeah. It's Coming Home, the story mm. of three lines, is going out on, let's just say, a rival station, um, which I won't yes. name um and well, we've had a number of comments from simon d, it's gone out
1: now i think
2: has it simon, simon D? simon d not the 1960s tv uh presenter looks like frank on the radio no, was a bit not, surprised
1: no longer with he's us.
2: no longer with us i'm afraid was a bit surprised by the cameras turning up ultra magnus one of our regulars is this the one where frank on the radio refused to be filmed Channeling his inner <laughs> Marlon <modern> Brando.
1: <laughs> Look, I think I was in the right here. I, I was, uh, you know, one has That's to stand up you. for a little man against... against the...
2: <laughs> I think I, I did, was in I the think. right here. The new book by Frank Skinner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hmm, Great
1: track. I don't know what that track was, but I think it's good <laughs> to say great track and just hope it wasn't the police. That's <laughs> the beautifully I
2: acted. You're, you're a lovely mm. little actor, Frank. Like. Very good. I mean, the, you-
1: someone said to me, I, they said, you're the only celebrity presenter I know on radio who does it live. You know, they wouldn't get up that time of the morning, the proper celebrities, they said to me. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, here we are, pre-recording.
2: We've had another, uh, I'd like to share this with you, which is another callback entitled Frank's Wi-Fi Squatter. This is Alex from Southport. Morning, Mm -hmm. Frank, Alan and Emily. I've been flicking through the podcasts and I'm concerned. Fortunately, he goes on. We heard how (laughs) Big Daddy had given his Wi-Fi password to his new neighbour, much to Alan and Emily's dismay. Since that episode... I would go further,
0: I I was concerned.
2: I called the police. Since that episode, we've not heard anything since. All right, they, were all,
1: they were already here. <laughs> <laughs> something to do with something to do with my history. What it was anyway. Carry on.
2: I well, what he said, what Alex says, is I really hope that Frank isn't still footing the bill, and he ends six plus years worth. Praise redacted. Well, to be honest, do you think that's why Matt Ford turned up? He'd heard there was free Wi-Fi going. (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) I love free Wi-Fi. (laughs) Um, That is the uh, that I believe is the Uber um, password for their free Wi-Fi.
0: (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't think I'm giving anything away. I don't think. I suppose if there was, if you're in a car and you're next to an Uber, you probably could use that. If you, I, I don't think they'd mind. Now, nothing ever bad ever came of it, but I did have a look um, about two years later, and and um, it was still being used <laughs> by next door. <laughs> so just, I um,
2: things like that don't bother you.
0: Yeah, that would bother no, me
1: because I don't think you pay any more for for how much Wi Fi you use. Do you? You just you just get Wi Fi. It's like no. those eat all you can restaurants.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Except it's very similar.
1: <laughs> the Wi-Fi is a little bit warmer than the food, which is essentially cooked by light bulb. Usually mm. in those restaurants, <laughs> which I can't, I can't see how that works. Okay.
2: I would like to talk to you boys about something on, I've seen this week regarding old Pa Biden, who oh, yeah. is in town, and he said. Terrible car trouble. This is one for you, Al.
0: Well, as the veteran he... correspondent of the show, I'm very interested straight away.
2: Well, it's the Beast, isn't it, he normally brings over. Are you both familiar with the Beast?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: The Beast is his sort of... Uh, well, it's the American presidential supercar, isn't it?
2: It's a Cadillac. It's uh,
1: it's, it's very James Bond, in, indeed.
0: Oh, it's, it's borderline go-go gadget Beast. It's, it's got tonnes of... Exciting stuff in there,
1: or even Professor Balthazar, <laughs> which is a, an East European cartoon from the 1960s. I'm surprised you didn't leap on it with your <laughs> your own reminiscences of it immediately.
2: <laughs> my Wi-Fi password actually is you'll find is I heart Professor Balthazar. So there you go. <laughs>
1: Do you we... think if Bernard Manning was still alive, he'd be beginning jokes?
0: <laughs> my Wi-Fi. <laughs> and
2: then Take my Wi-Fi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Please. That's what Frank says to his neighbours.
2: <laughs> take <To> my wife,
1: <laughs> please. Yeah, take my wife I, and keep it for about two years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio. So um, we should explain, shouldn't we, for those who don't, are not familiar with the presidential uh, beast car, yeah. just a few of its... Um, Things is it? It's armor-plated, yes, something like eight right. inches thick armor, or something yeah. of that nature.
0: It's eight-inch thick glass. And my best also, fact: they actually changed but, oh, the um, the annoying? glass in it. They changed the glass to um, Joe Biden's prescription for his <laughs> glasses. Well, they had to change the
1: bonnet apparently because um, the previous incumbent had had babe magnet.
0: <laughs> and in an elaborate
1: design and it uh, didn't really apply to joe i mean it's is it a bit it's said this is what i i i read there's a thing about it in the daily mail they had like a diagram with all its brilliant things it reminded me of those cutaways you used to get in um, comics like the eagle you'd get like a some tank from world war ii and there'd be a big cutaway so you could see how it worked inside and it, it had loads... It, one of the things it said, it's that it is able to resist nuclear attack. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> definitely Andy. isn't. That's the sort of thing that <laughs> Boz, my son Boz, <laughs> would say a kid at his school and said about his dad's car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Nathan's got this... His dad's got a car that uh, can resist nuclear attack. Now, when you come to check it, it means it's got airbags. I just...
0: I just don't believe it. Do you believe that? I I think that's why they call it the beast, because it's actually the car version of the cockroach. It'll survive a nuclear (laughs) holocaust. (laughs) They should call it the cockroach.
2: No, the cockroach is gone now. There's a new one. Is that gone? uh, He is... Well, basically, it says that it's able also to flood the road with nails.
1: Now, that is, that is James Bond. That really is. Isn't gold, it? That's gold finger nails and coming oil, that. I believe. And oil, of course. Yeah. Well, God they've got this. plenty of that still. <laughs> um, I mean, isn't a little bit
2: over the top, scheme, Would you say the Beast?
0: I think the, it is. And, well,
2: here's and, what I think about the Beast Boys. I would say Beastie
0: Boys. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I do understand the need for security and discretion. But you know what? Here's an idea. Take the flags and the flashing lights off. They tend to attract oh. a lot of attention. Maybe a Vauxhall Corsa is the way forward. Well, or I, I, any I, I, other brand of car.
1: I sort of Ford. understand the uh, the need for security, but at the same time, how impatient do you have to be to assassinate mm. a 78 year old president? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> This is like the people that won't wait for the green man. You know, they have to go on. The, it's gonna just, just be, just wait. It's gonna be all right. Also, I assumed he was already dead. I mean, he's oh he's really God. no, but he really has got right. that look about him. He looks like you know Lurch from the Adams family. If that he'd used to gone, be my nickname. oh well, if he'd gone to Harvard. He would be Joe Biden, basically. <laughs> I mean, it said that there's several bags, as the mail put it, several bags of President blood in the car. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I thought that's where he keeps it, because he doesn't seem to be uh, carrying
0: he, any with him. He's not using it in his face.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I assume he's also got some virgins' blood in there as part of his health regime. He
2: does look like he's on the six weeks to OMG diet all he's the actually, time. There's some somewhat
1: very... Um, Amazing that he's still walking. About uh, Joe Biden, I'm sure he's a lovely Morning, player.
2: Joe. Welcome to the country. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be interested if he's listening.
1: <laughs> I don't know if we should have had him here. If he's such a hazard. <laughs> wow. Un- for under what circumstances would the beast's hazard lights be used? <laughs> 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 That's got to be really something, hasn't it? <laughs> We were talking about um, Joe Biden's Beast. Yes. Which um, is a. It weighs nine
2: tons. (laughs) There used to be this thing
1: about how heavy the TARDIS was that nobody could move it. And then in several episodes of Doctor Who, sort of people just put it on a handcart and take it away somewhere. So it's made me very skeptical about the weight of vehicles in general.
0: I hope nobody just picks up the beast and turns it away whilst Biden's here.
1: Well the big problem seemed to be they were worried that um the roads in Cornwall yes. can be um like country roads and they didn't think the beast would uh, be because able to manoeuvre in it's
0: it's very long, isn't it? It's eighteen foot It's an eighteen foot wide. I thought you meant Cornwall. Car. No, no, no. Cornwall be... is a different
2: you can't be doing those that reversing rigmarole up and down the country lanes, it's it's, not, it's no good. They must you can't have be a, a brilliant
1: driver though.
2: And parking,
1: <laughs> there's no worry about parking, just park where you like. It's like watching well, a Bond film and he just parks outside where he's going. Fantastic. What
2: about the Beast emits 120 volt shock if you touch the car door handle without prior authorisation? That sounds.
0: Yeah
1: I, hope, yeah, I hope they know about those blokes <laughs> who ask for loose change at traffic lights.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody tries to clean his windscreen. <laughs> oh,
1: God, that's going to be not. the shotguns, tear gas. <laughs> oh, man. The blokes saying yeah. you just had to say no. It was like most people just give me a bit of a, you know, no way gesture. <laughs> there was no, no need for the tear gas and the uh, 1200 volts. So-
2: it's all gone a bit Kim Jong.
1: No, I hope they've thought. Yeah, what about if some, you know, when he arrives at the hotel and that, that bloke in the, uh, the, the sort of Dick Whittington footman type
0: oh, the outfit bellboy. turns up with a
1: brass button <laughs> and opens the door, that's going to be another one, gone. I mean, it's uh, valet parking, four people killed.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's our event. We don't it. want
1: it here, it's not safe. Get Man. out of it, Joe. There's two of
0: them apparently as well. Two beasts, beast, beast, and fake beast, isn't it?
2: But he's he's had. Do to, th- I don't do think, think th- it's the actual beast he's brought. The beasts. I think he's had to bring the sort of uh, the SUV, the school run on my way to yoga. He's Scodica brought one of those.
0: They've brought. That's, yeah. Uh, okay. That's
1: what it is. I'm oh, no. Well, I, I that saw. Um, I was I, in uh, New York once, and I saw. Um, Bill Clinton in his, um, what do they call him? Cavalcade? Is that what they call it? Oh, yeah. Several cars together? Yeah.
2: In his and, disgrace, um, is it? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> no, no, he was, I think at this point he was still. Uh, in, oh. We, we, didn't, we didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> so, um, so I saw him, and he was doing a bit of waving, um, and there was other, and as part of the um, cavalcade, is that, is that the right word? I keep saying I it doesn't it is, sound right.
2: I don't know, but it's It sounds it's like not a 1960s get...
1: adult magazine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we don't often get the opportunity to use it, so let's, let's fill our boots. Yeah, OK.
1: Well, as part of the cavalcade was a big, like, truck that just said, like, blood unit on it. And I thought, oh, dear. So um, I like the idea now that it's hidden within the car and they don't trumpet the fact um, that, that, that they're carrying blood in case, you know, anything bad happens. I just think, oh, you know, keep it light. That's what
0: I thought, Bill.
1: Ah, yes, one of my favourites. I don't know what it was again, but um, I I just think it's good to give it a continuity. You know, you don't want the bricks to seem too separate from the cement. That's my motto in life. Um, We were talking about um, Joe Biden's presidential vehicle, um, whatever it might be. You're thinking now that um, he didn't actually bring it. um, He didn't bring either Beast or Mm. Beast 2.
2: No, I think. Beast, they...
1: beast two. This time it's diesel. <laughs> <laughs> would be the, the billing on that.
2: They no, decided to don't... leave the beasts at home. I think because oh, I believe dear. secret servicemen came all women came over here and did a recce and decided it would be too perilous. Um, because cobbles, Cornel... isn't it? Yes. I, well, it's, also, it's just not you know we're not built for beasts in this country.
0: No, we're not. It's too narrow no, the roads but... and the cobbles. I worry that the cobbles are going to affect the politicians' metaphors. Like, there's going to be a point where they say, "We've got some bumpy ground in front of us," and Boris Johnson's going to say, "What you mean with the uh, COVID and the lockdowns and all that stuff?" And they go, "No, there's some bumpy ground in front of us. There, it's cobbled." Yeah.
1: Well, I. I am um, oh my god the wind what has happened? just blown my calendar off the wall is that an oh. omen
2: have all those Your peanuts fallen that was the, the peanuts wall. fallen to the floor yeah. as well wasn't <laughs> it me.
1: my picture of aquaman has been crushed that's awful it, oh another thing about the beast i read was that um there's a hotline in the back to the vice president and the pentagon <laughs> right that's oh. what it says I, I'm not sure. In Cornwall, I'm not sure they've got 4G. No. no. <laughs> no. Still, I'll be, I'm glad to know that all the world's bad guys know that he hasn't bought the beast. He's just bought like a 4x4. <laughs> um, so th- now is the time to press that nuclear button, one could argue, because he's um, he's not in the um, the nuclear-free zone, as I think nice Jonah that- Louis described it. <laughs>
2: It's nice that we're still in the the G7. We're sort of clinging on a bit, but I like it. Didn't it used to be the G8? What did I miss? Well, I'm afraid Russia had their membership revoked because they were a little bit naughty. Oh, I wish uh, I'd got my jingle.
1: (laughs) 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 They made up the 8, did they? They did. I'm afraid they're no longer welcome at the moment. They've, they've done a slight Jerry Halliwell <laughs> and uh, gone and... I don't mean they've become amb- um, ambassadors for... Was, it, was she a UN Unicef. ambassador or yeah, something? UNICEF. So, Unicef? Unicef. I wonder what, wonder what car she got for that job. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, yeah, oh, so um, Biden is in Cornwall and I'm sure he'll be kept safe. And he'd oh, be in bed so. by about 9 o'clock most nights, I would have thought. He travels with a complete box set of Last of the Summer Wines. <laughs> which um, he knows virtually.
2: Play that bit where the old woman heart. is in the bathtub again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes
1: they just let the beast freewhe- freewheel down a country hill and into a canal <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> Just for all time, so Biden with his rolled-down wellies sticking out the rear window. But that really, only that's only their downtime. <laughs> Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Don't text the show today. We're not live. I'm sorry, but circumstances. Um, however, you can contact us on Twitter and Instagram on. No, is, does one say on anyway? Um, Frank on the radio is the thing that you put in,
0: <laughs> at, <laughs> at Frank and also
1: Comedy,
2: yeah,
1: at Frank yeah, it's got that you know that Cumberland sausage symbol. That's right. At Frank on the radio, and then uh, you can contact us through the Absolute Radio website. You can see why I have this written down when I'm in the studio. But you get, I'm sure you got all the information in there. And sometimes it's nice, isn't it, to feel a bit of humanity in a message rather than just feel it's been. Delivered um, via an auto cue or something. Exactly, like that's time. why
2: I love Doctor Who. Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I, and I'm in not... mourning for missing the Dragonfire screening and you're um, twisting the knife. Oh,
2: Frank, do you know I need to be more supportive to you yes. towards this whole Doctor Who thing because it's a big yes. passion of yours. And, you know, I, I have a, an enormous amount of respect for sci fi. No, you Hello? do not. <laughs>
1: this is the woman who was in Day of the Triffids, biting yeah. the... What would it Hands be? The fed? The tendril yeah. that fed you. Yeah.
2: Can I say, continues to feed me. I got a lovely little royalty check the other day. Thank you. Excellent.
1: Did you, really? Yeah,
2: they still. they still... I like the
1: idea of you spending it at a local garden centre, thus keeping <laughs> the theme. Very good. Going. I still get royalties for my Doctor Who uh, performance.
0: ka yeah, I should hope so. Yeah.
1: I don't, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's peanuts, but um, mm. I just like seeing the words on my, uh,
2: I don't like on this. whatever I call, you call those call, things that tell you what you've earned. For more relatable content, uh, keep listening. <laughs> well, a lot listening. of people are self-employed
1: nowadays. Yes. They just, they haven't all been in major sci-fi classics. I'll give you that.
2: What were you going to tell us, Frank, about your journey to the theatre?
1: Oh yes, well I was still a free man before I um, I got app slapped. <laughs> I um, I was on the South Bank of the Thames. Um, nice spot. And Lovely. I I had arrived a bit early because I'd sort of forgotten how to move about town on public transport. Um, so I got there early. I got me dark fruits, purdies. I was sitting drinking that on a bench. On the, uh, a bloke came up to me and said, "Wee football's coming home." Sat next to me and took a couple of photos. He'll be getting the message on his app, I, I think.
0: Many singing uh, <laughs> <mentioned laughs> footballs coming home illegal this week, haven't they? It's been advised <laughs> against really? in public houses.
1: Oh really? Why Oh because you generate um oh, spores. You,
0: you spray all that stuff out, don't you?
1: Air. Oh yeah. Well that's Lurgy, yeah. whatever it is oh, well. that we're all worried oh, about. Oh well we, you know, we had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> so um I tell you, I tell you what I saw, I saw um you know my favourite youth subculture is the Goths. Oh. And I saw a very if if I may say this in twenty Twenty-one, a very beautiful young goth woman who was i mean you could you know all in black and uh, mm-hmm. um, it was a summer night so songs um full length leather coat or any of that but the very elaborate makeup and and all that and white the white face she looked really amazing and she was walking hand in hand with her um boyfriend and he was wearing like a sort of Fred Perry shirt. Jeans and trainers. And I thought... long goth Oh, no. I thought, no. That can't, that can't... I mean, I think race, creed, politics, all, you know, no barrier to a relationship. But if someone is pursuing a youth subculture look like that, they have to have someone else who's in the same groove. It just look It looked like she'd been arrested. <laughs> like he was a sort of store detective. <laughs> um, I don't know where goths do their stealing, but um,
2: Camden Market mainly. Yes,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, so. maybe, maybe. I don't think they have store detectives at Camden Market. I think you just um, drowned. You drowned outside <laughs> near the lock. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just thought. It seems... That just seems so wrong. What was she doing? Could, is there not enough goths around now that people have had to start marrying out? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> it really unsettled me. Um, not as much as being um, quarantined for a week, but even so, it's my last, my last memory of the free world. Is freedom gone wrong?
2: I read something absolutely disgusting this week which was it by dh
1: oh, lawrence no. <laughs> no i'm just trying to narrow it down before i do my big guess i'm just I was actually to, all right
2: sort of, with that this oh, is okay. something which i do need to run past you both as some um, men there's no easy Uh-oh. way to raise this Mm. There was a debate sparked by a man on Twitter claiming that no man wears a pair of underwear just once before washing them. He went on to suggest that men wear underwear up to at least ten times. Ten times before washing their pants. Now, I will take Mm. comments from the House shortly. But... A lot of men, we should say in their defence, were outraged by this suggestion. (laughs) And there was one gentleman, his official statement, I believe, on the matter was, no man, that's just you. Uh, Frank Skinner.
1: One thing, um, if you'll forgive me a slight preamble, one thing I've (laughs) always loved, and I've always thought, I wish I had a little factory that could knock (laughs) these things out for me. And what I'm talking about is what I like to call the Hitman suitcase. And the Hitman suitcase oh. is like if you're watching a film about, let's say, lost the Jackal, he gets into a hotel and he has an attaché case. <laughs> and when he opens it up, he, has, he hasn't just got a gun and that in it, but he's got a, a thing, a sort of a, I don't know what, that sort of plastic, um, and it's got exact shapes for where the silencer fits... And the oh, shoulder yes. support, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and and they fit. I, I used to have a thing called the the man from Uncle suitcase, which had got exactly that. And I've always thought, oh, I'd yeah. love more cases that had got exact compartments that t- take things like that. I think if you wore the same pants <laughs> for ten days, <laughs> that's what the pants would be like. You'd have to put everything in exactly the right <laughs> shapes that had formed. Nothing would move
0: about. You'd so be you great in trance. you definitely know if you dressed to the left or if you dressed to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, All that, you'd, you'd be imprinted. It would be like a 3D version of the Turin Shroud. Your imprint would be on it and it would form a Hitman um, attache case interior. In which you um, placed your um, gear.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I happen Oi. to know that you're immaculate, Frank, because so I have that very good It's almost like when people authority. use a memory
0: foam mattress.
2: Yes.
0: Yes, exactly that. That's what this would be
1: like. <laughs> memory foam pants. Um, for the, uh, <laughs> for the forget, forgetful male would be the that would be the bill matter for the forgetful <laughs> male. <laughs> So, does it? Do I? Do I oh, no. There you are it is. immaculate. Well, yes, this is one of the few compliments my partner ever gives me is that I'm very clean. And um, it wasn't always the case. When I was, I remember during school holidays at school, I would, I would wear the same socks for the whole school holiday. I found that if you wear them for six weeks, it is possible to get them on the wrong feet, and they're actually uncomfortable. <laughs> Because they've become like small shoes that, that you wear. So, uh, but pants, I, I draw the line at pants. And sometimes on them, but not deliberately. Frank
0: Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: We're talking about um, men's underpants here on Absolute Radio, where uh, real music matters. Of course. Uh, the idea that someone on the internet said that men, and not just talking about himself, they said that men in general will happily wear the same pair of pants for 10 days. Yes. Uh, that is the cut off point. And I'm guessing they probably do have to be cut off. <laughs>
2: uh, I liked stage. one detractor said, uh, sir, that is just you. It all went a bit William Gladstone debating I I always
1: like uh, a bit of sir at the beginning (laughs) of the sentence. Very 18th century, in fact. Um, I um, am inclined to wear, as you may recall, um, pants known as Calvin Classics, which are the pirate version of Calvin Klein's. (laughs) So they are a real bargain. I mean, you can get a three-pack for like two quid. That sounds um, like a bargain. And you couldn't get two pack for three quid.
2: Can I say when you I can book, get a two pack? I've I never seen them. Packs. I've I've never seen them for sale anywhere. Oh yeah, you get them
1: on um, market stalls, uh, okay. Brighton. The uh, the mark the street market in Brighton. You could always get some Calvin classics. And you <laughs> mm-hmm. they um. What happens with them is that the elastic waistband separates from the rest of the pant. Um, a bit like, you know, when you see those 1950s film premieres and they've got an enormous giant cutout of, say, Marilyn Monroe, and then they sort of tear the covering paper off it and there she is. That's okay. how they, uh, in, in the end, they just, they sort of fall off you. The Calvin. Uh, well, why Calvin don't classics. you
2: use that elastic waistband for your Iron Man mask? That would be well, a that's lovely a good idea. That is a yeah. brilliant. But it has
1: got Calvin classics written all the way around it,
0: but maybe <laughs> yeah. that doesn't matter. What I want be... when I'm attaching something to my head is uh, <laughs> elastic that has previously been around my waist. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> well, that um, I'm taking that as a compliment, really. Except, of course, I have got... The, a woman told me I'd got the... Uh, Biggest head in show business, apart from um, Benny Hill, and that sounds like she was talking about my personality. But she was fitting a wig at the time, uh, okay. and uh, she was. And, and she'd worked with the Elephant Man. He was. He was <laughs> fine, apparently. but
2: um, Look, he didn't use all the holes
1: man. on the baseball cap. Yeah, she was an older <laughs> lady.
2: Can we please uh, address Al because he strikes me, Frank, as he strikes me as a clean type, but I suspect he gets through a lot of washing powder because he's very active. If you Reasonably know what I mean.
0: active. Mm. Um, I actually surprised <laughs> myself on reading this because I, I very rarely find myself disgusted by other people's habits. But when I saw ten, I thought, "Oh, that's a bit much, mate. Come on." No, um, I, I agree with that. I mean, I think this months. guy might have been camping. Maybe he's just been camping for all of his adult life. <laughs> But (laughs) I think two days maximum on a boxer short. But even then, I would wear them Mm. mostly for less than that. You know, socks. I think are a different story. I, you know, occasionally they get to three.
1: Oh no, I couldn't do that. Just do it. No, I I, I generate I generate fluid at the base. Oh. Do you? I couldn't. I could. Yeah. Um. I, my. I uh, socks every day. <laughs> Pants. Gen, uh, you know what? If if I have a light shower, do we
0: have to know that? What
1: sweat. Well, I don't want sweat. to know.
2: Oh, I don't want you to know. You've got
1: some special guttering I going. through. I, don't want, I, I really
2: don't want to know the fluid. I really don't want to know the
0: fluid.
1: I wear um, Alderita's slip-ons. Um, <laughs> I don't. Did I tell you how we lived with a guy in uh, at um, university and he was a smelly guy, but we couldn't tell him. <laughs> so one of the guys did a prank letter to odour eaters um, asking if they, from him, asking prank if they skinner. could make him a suit. And um, he um, they replied to him saying it, you couldn't really make a suit out of odour eaters because the seams would be difficult to do, with the stitching and all that. And he was... Um, I hadn't done it, can I say? But he was profoundly hurt by it and didn't see any of the comedy in it whatsoever. Oh, oh dear! Anyway, music. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I have, um, I have a question. A question I don't feel um, in all decency I can put to Emily, but I feel I can put it to you, Al. How many? This is a um, dare. I use the phrase a ballpark figure. Um, what, how many, how many pants would you, you say you own?
0: How many? Oh, that's a good question because, um. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to precise. I, well, I have different pants for different occasions. As, as you know, oh, I like oh, to. Oh, it's
1: informal, a, a formal military pant for reunion <laughs> yeah.
0: parties. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, <laughs> I've got opening ceremony pants, all that sort oh. of stuff. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> but I, I, I. I like a a more likery pant for um for exercise activities. Mm. Um, mm. I uh, as you say, ball 20? twenty. I'm I'm going to go twenty. I think twenty okay. is plenty.
2: We're talking twenty. Can I just establish, purely for research purposes, twenty pants on rotation.
0: Oh no, I wear them all at once. I put them on. No, top what of them. I'm oh, no, saying
2: that's... is, I presume at some point you retire these pants.
0: No. Doesn't oh. that, not No, until see that is. A,
1: I think that is the expose <laughs> about men and pants. Not. That, I think ten, ten days is incorrect. But I think the keep. I, I've got. I'd say I've got about twenty pairs of pants. I would be surprised if three of those haven't got holes in them. <laughs> They've nearly all got holes in, and that's why oh, yeah. I can oh. wear them for two days. Because often I'm operating directly against trousers. I'm not touching the pants at all. Yeah. Um, but i'd never th- i can't remember apart from the calvins when they completely separate um the classic separate at the elastic i will wear them um for infinity and beyond as i believe buzz lightyear
2: They're not, the pants so. are not for life i
0: have a pair of cotton boxer shorts and the inner elastic on them is now going quite bobbly and and hard so i felt like i was mm. getting a lower back scratch the other day and the next time I went to wear them, I just turned them inside out and put the cotton against my skin. Clever. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I'm a nice just sense. trying to work
1: out. I'm just trying to work out whether mine would operate reversed. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to work out the door how the door works on it. But anyway, um, it's well. That's um, that is interesting. I'm, i speaking of boxer shorts. Um, Kath, my partner, said to um, my my nine-year-old son the other day, and I was fascinated by this, and it shows how little we know about each other's underwear, um, male and female, because she said to him, shall I put your winter pants away now and just (laughs) leave out your summer pants? Oh. And and Buzz said, "Well, well, I don't know. Which is which? And I said, I've got to say, I don't either. And she imagined that boxer shorts were winter pants because they have more coverage. And that briefs were for summers because they um, let the sun shine in, as I think um, (laughs) the cast of Hair once sang. (laughs) Um, I don't think that's true, is it? I don't think boxers are anything to do with climate.
0: No, well, I've I think always it's all thought to do that with activity.
2: Yes, and I, I've always assumed briefs were just more the sort of the, the Simon Cowell type of lifestyle.
1: Maybe I you know him
0: better than we do.
1: I think uh, <laughs> uh, cricket. I think a, a brief will hold a protector um, better than uh, than a boxer. That's oh, yeah. my that's oh, my God. motto, and I'm <laughs> sticking with that. I have a, a further and perhaps my final um, pants question of the morning, Aww. and I think I can safely ask you this as well, Emily, because it's not—it's um, to do with pants and not in situ, as it were. Oh yeah. Um, okay. When I remove pants, and I don't know—I've never <laughs> seen anyone else do this—and <laughs> I'm keen to know if it's uh, if it's, it's a commonplace. <laughs> When I remove pants, I always, as they fall to my feet, kick, kick them up in the air so they spin into the air and then catch them. I've never yeah. stooped to pick up oh, pants, no. or certainly really? not my own. Um, yeah, I always <laughs> kick them into the air and catch them. That's how I. Uh, now, do you do that, Al?
0: Um, I sometimes have a go at that, but sometimes when I'm removing the pants, I'm so exhausted I haven't even got that level of athleticism left in me.
1: Oh! Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, I've always held a bit back for the uh, the pants.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think actually chick. that's what's kept Jester. you so limber over the years. That's
2: yeah. Well, why I've you always could still I've... drop
0: into a chorus line without too much training.
2: Um, can I? Say, well, yeah, well singular I've dropped sensation. into the
0: greater part of uh, a. <laughs> yeah. <I've>, uh, <laughs> I haven't. Done,
1: I haven't done a. I haven't done a whole chorus line, but I um oh. I think I want uh no, no. called a no, no, ballet. No, no. Um if you're uh,
2: saying no, <laughs> the answer is no. Um I So you Frank, you've
1: never done that, Em?
2: No, I, I do the Peter Crouch. And I just oh. I could never do that. It just seemed a bit flamboyant. I just barely But I'm down. on my
1: own, generally.
2: Yeah, but why? What what is the what do you achieve by kicking the pants in the air? It's quicker. Uh, yeah, and it's something I like. I
1: don't have much flamboyance <laughs> left. And also, I it's a sort of a, it lets me know that I'm still I've still got it, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. The day I can't do that, I shall be um, off to Switzerland. I think that's why. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's my plan. I think it's a test of, you know, I've still got my mojo working, as it as it were.
0: Well, oh, you've okay. just unfettered it when you removed your pants, haven't you?
2: I would say, again without going into too much detail, the lady's action is different. It's 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 slightly more of a shimmy the pant removal. Oh
1: and
2: yeah. That concludes um
1: I haven't shimmied since the 80s. Um I see. Okay. And no, you don't kick them into the air and catch them
2: ever? No. I okay. n- just never do that. It's
1: well, thanks for being though. so honest about it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, try it at home. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you've got an elaborate chandelier, I would move away from there. <laughs>
0: I don't and, um, given each I'm other certainly homework, you have, but this is fun.
2: <laughs> certainly not pants-related yeah, exactly. homework.
1: <laughs> I've got some. Actually, I've got some pants homework I've got to do before I go out. Sorry. <laughs> Can you open the skylight? Uh, try. It. I bet you uh, many of our readers um, do do the uh, the pants kick and catch yeah. at the end of the day. Okay. Well, I look forward to fielding like to that correspondence.
2: So. I'm certain of it.
1: Now, is is there, is there out else before we, uh, as we move to the end, we probably are just about there now, aren't
0: we? We are.
1: Um, it's it's been um, it's always. Uh, a, a, I never feel we we give uh You know, I've i really sold myself on a pre-record, but I think it's all right. We got away with it, and I'm following yeah. the app, and so <laughs> I should get surely some credit for that. Look, um. My, uh, my, um, my quarantine ex- expires at uh, one minute to midnight on Wednesday so God willing if the good Lord <laughs> spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week now um, well I won't be getting out but I think you should